0: Stuff. There's a there's a roof which I need to go visit because it's been a while. I don't think we have a pool. The next door does have a pool. Oh, okay. some of them have. Yeah, like you also like you can see like the next door. That's a really cool view too yeah, with uh, the with the train. Yeah, these guys definitely have a pool over there and like over there too. Yeah, so
1: those guys. Basically, you guys are the only ones who missed out on the
0: pool. Yeah, but
1: I'm like I don't care. It's okay. Yeah, and I noticed you didn't have to use a pod
0: to go up the. Oh, you, yeah, you can like either either the elevator. elevator. Yeah. Oh, yeah, up the elevator now. Yeah. yeah, yeah. So, welcome to the XYZ podcast. After that detour to check out my apartment.
1: <laughs> Wait, was that all recorded?
0: <laughs> yeah, that's amazing. How many of your podcasts start out like that? Where people are like, "Oh, like look at the view," and it's like the first like thirty seconds, you know, it's just like <laughs> to, like looking out the window. I mean, I've started I started recording surreptitiously a couple of times already, but none of them have
1: been about the view. We definitely it's definitely come up mid podcast or before we hit record. Yeah, or like mid sentence. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah,
0: like um, completely in like the middle yeah. of an idea. Like, oh wow, the view. Yeah, and then just like out of nowhere. Uh, yeah. So anyways, yes. Yeah. So welcome to the XYZ podcast where we talk about entertainment and creative process. I'm Miko. I'm the Y. I'm Zach. I'm the Z. And dun, dun, dun. Our X today is also a Z. <laughs> oh no, this is confusing. And, and a G. And a G.
1: <laughs> double, G. double G's. We have a double Zach G this week. Uh, <laughs> double our, Zach G special. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> our double. guest today. Uh, introduce yourself because I just realized I don't know your last name. <laughs> it's a GR something. Yeah, Zachariah it's, it's G- G- I know it's a, Zach- a GR. Yeah,
0: Zach, Zachariah Gray. And, uh, yeah. C- you call him Zach, though. You just call me Zach. <laughs> don't call me Zachariah or we're about to go into like Midland conspiracy. <laughs> <Yeah, something>. exactly. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah, I've, uh, been living in Chicago for about two years and really to in the music scene here. So it's just been, you know, tons of fun. That's pretty much all I've been doing, to be honest with you. Yeah. That's um, yeah, play we played at Mose, and we—I saw you last night playing at Mose. That was we insane. Yeah. yeah,
1: last night was ridiculous. Yeah. man, go out on Sunday nights, kids. Jeez, Jeez. that's my advice. I, I have to. I keep hearing about these Sundays at Mo's. These jams, bro. <laughs> it's... and then for some reason I'm still haven't been. <laughs> <I don't know. laughs> Did yeah. You play anything? No, okay. but I figured it might be cool. Like Ego's always talking about it. And I figured, yeah, it might... it's a good time. Uh, a last good. night was actually a great. Like you want to, you want to pick a week where there's
0: like. The next week is sort of a meaningless work week. Yeah, like this, was that is this week. Yeah, that yeah. is this week because there are a lot of people there's a lot there of there like until like one thirty. Yeah, yeah. I like left I, pretty I, fast, yeah. I left at one. I guess there were still people there at one thirty. I left like th- <laughs> yeah, yeah. they were there they were yeah. <laughs> that party was still there. Yeah, yeah. yeah. it was yeah. a lot of fun though, man.
1: Yeah, had some uh, Swedish people there too. Which is always fun. Oh, hell yeah. Yeah. Swedes can party. Oh, dude. Yeah. This yeah. is me assuming things about Swedes. <laughs> <laughs> I'm guessing that Swedish people can party. Yeah, I mean, Justin, you know that video, that Dota video?
0: Yeah. There's a music, yeah, it's a music video, but I think, it's, is, is it Swedish, like, the, the artist? Are they? I, think I don't so, know. because that's why I assumed. I thought Dota was German. Oh, in my opinion. I could be they, totally. My, Europe, I don't know. I think that. Europeans en masse yeah. go hard. Yeah. yeah. Well outside is There's
1: per- he's he's a northern European. Yeah. Yeah. That's
0: that's for sure. Is do we know of like a European group that doesn't
1: party hard? Or is there like one ones that are just like I'm sure they either all party hard or they're all the opposite of that. Yeah. There's like no in between. Or there's like communities yeah. that do nothing. Like yeah, right, Irish, right.
0: Pennsylvania Right. You know, right. that like right. haven't embraced like anything yet. <laughs> yeah. But then again, they could party hard, too, just in their own way. Yeah, it would have to be <laughs> in their own way, yeah. Yeah. I don't know where uh, – locally sourced alcohol. <laughs> You're right. Yeah. They've got like
1: – Yeah, they got their own <laughs> distilleries, I assume, right? It's just everybody has a meat distillery right next to their uh, – Yep. Wherever yeah. they're – Or presence. in their basement. Yeah.
0: yeah. So I don't know. I don't even know if that would work. Can you can you distill me? I've never even I, had I mead. I've had mead. So what, is what is it? It's it's, uh, it's honey based alcohol. Yeah. Oh no, I can already feel a hangover. It's it's what the Vikings <laughs> would
1: drink. My brother used to make yeah. a big point of having lots of mead whenever we do Thanksgiving. <laughs> he would, my brother, his AOL screen name used to be Big Hairy Viking, and that's kind of what he looks like. Yeah, yeah. yeah. ironic well, because you all are Jewish. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, I guess so. <laughs> hey, you haven't heard about all these Jewish Vikings out there? No. No? No. Well, well tell uh, me about it. Time, time, time to, uh, time time to, to educate them. Yeah, seriously. You Find haven't me. heard about Eric the Circumcised? <laughs> or He was notorious
0: for beheading his victims. He was? <laughs> yeah.
1: In two places.
0: <laughs> that was good. Nice. Oh, <laughs> oh. <laughs> a little, little double. It actually yeah. wasn't a double entendre at all. It was just It was just a. Was yeah, just, a was just, just an entendre. entendre.
1: Yeah. yeah. I guess. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know how many entendres it was. I think yeah. just a single, yeah, yeah. probably. Yeah. What about like a triple or yeah. like a quadruple entendre? Like, what would that be like? What would that be like? I don't know. I can't think of any double entendres right now. No, yeah. I mean, yeah. I can't even go double right now. Off the top of my not mm-hmm. These English words. Yeah. They. What are they? I don't know
0: what what I uh, I go to this like I I've been watching um, or rewatching this like series called Playing Shakespeare, which actors talking about and like examples of how they play. Some, oh wow, some, uh, that's pretty cool. Yeah, and like there was a somebody was uh, reciting or like reading a song, to, and the the program itself was about irony and ambiguity, right? And like I you know I didn't have any context, but apparently for them like soil was about like sexually soiled too. So like when, in that particular okay. sonnet, like the soil had that double meaning. I'm like that's that's where my mind goes to now. I was like wow. Dude, his his sonnets were like just crazy. Because first of all, I haven't I barely know what he's talking about. <laughs> and then second of all, everyone's just like actually this means that. Yeah actually that means Dude, this. there's so much it's like, wordplay and I'm it's like, like you guys have been doing this for five hundred years. Could we not agree on a meeting for one of these sonnets? <laughs> Maybe it means all of those things. Maybe all of the above. You're right, like, actually, because like once you put a piece of art out, I feel like the people who consume it, it becomes theirs. Yeah. yeah. So at so. some point, it becomes
1: a a the artist loses control of the art. Yeah. Yeah, and, you're right. They yeah. put it out, and it just sort of it is becomes alive. Yeah. It does its own thing. Yeah. Yep. That William Shakespeare guy, he He's he can do few a few a montages. T- he can do some montages. Oh yeah. There's, he was he was definitely onto something. Yeah. I don't know. I don't know about you guys. I think he was good. <laughs> we should have him on the podcast. We should. We should invite Billy. We should. Billy. Yeah. Billy. Yeah. Billy S.
0: Billy S. A, yes. <laughs> Billy S. Billy Shakes. Like that one picture he has where he has like that super stylish like like. Oh, you're like, like yeah, like kind of yeah. like yeah. yeah Billy <laughs> Shakespeare. <baby>. Are <laughs> you actually Shakespeare? <laughs> Billy Shakespeare <laughs> reincarnated, but <the> Chinese. <laughs> and that English was not my first
1: language. <laughs> Sometimes you read his stuff and you wonder, was English his first (laughs) language?
0: Man, I I watched, actually on on that, I watched this video one time of these actors that were like traditional, say, Shakespearean actors that were reading the plays in the accent that would have existed. Oh, yeah. And it's apparently much more like aggressive and rough. Yeah. yeah. Isn't
1: that crazy? I think English was a lot more Germanic at the time. You're right. You're You're absolutely right. right. Look, I took a history of English class uh, my freshman year of college. No big deal. Uh, It has German roots. Yeah, it, yeah.
0: It <laughs> I, it more, it's mostly dramatic with some of the others mixed in, a little bit of French, a little bit of like just Latin. yeah, yeah,
1: yeah. 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 It's, it's,
0: it's it's a melting pot of the language.
1: Yeah. You guys ever read uh, what's that Canterbury Tales? Uh, the Geoffrey Chaucer. Yeah, Ch- yeah. No, I haven't read. Those. Heard, I think uh, I might have even read parts of it, but I don't remember it very well. I, I've actually. read pretty much none of it, but <laughs> but uh, let yeah. me tell you all about yeah. it. <laughs> know, I, yeah, yeah. The point is, the English in it is essentially unintelligible to the modern. Yeah. English yeah. speaker. Uh, it was
0: like Beowulf, you know? Yeah. yeah. You yeah, read right. that yeah, now, yeah. you're just like, an F is an S, and you're like, okay. It's a totally all right. different all right. right jackass. All right, yeah. yeah. Trying to be all smart about Jack it. Jackass. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, well, the thing is, the only reason I, well, there's kind of, kind of a couple reasons why I remember that English is a Germanic language, but I remember I took, like, one of those, like fancy english classes in high school is like ib history or ib english yeah, yeah. and she was just like can anybody tell me like what the the origin of the english language is and me trying to be like a smart ass which like oh, german and she was like yeah you're actually right i was like wait really because it was like yeah. one of those it was like one of those blurt out the obviously wrong answer thing yeah. and i'm just like i was so stupid that i actually was right yeah <laughs> <laughs> you fell into your own trap right. yeah there's like a lot of like words that are, there's some words that are like just directly they're both in both languages, right? Yeah. There's like kindergarten is one of them. Mm, it just yeah. literally means children's garden. So. Wow. Whoa. That's um, kind of creepy though. Yeah. Children's garden. <laughs> children's garden. <laughs> <laughs> Another yeah. one's like poltergeist. That's oh, it's all scary things. Yeah, it's all scary things. Kindergarten. Terrifying. <laughs> terrifying. Terrifying. <laughs> children's garden. Man, that's, those are two words I would never have put next to each other. <laughs> it's like the direct translation. You're like, wow. I mean, I understand what it means, but like, wow.
1: <laughs> it just reminds me of you guys. You know, in the Harry Potter movies where they like. For me, no, no but okay, okay. But yeah, Do you? Exactly. Oh yeah, yeah I it. Okay, <laughs> you know, like the mandrakes where they they they're they're in herbology class and they're pulling out these plants, and when they pull out the plants, they're screaming babies. Uh, and you get knocked unconscious if uh, you hear the babies so And they're all wearing new yeah, babies so But the that, yeah. the point is the plants are terrifying Because they're actually children So that's a kindergarten, uh, kindergarten Yeah and that's what I'm envisioning while we're talking about children okay, yeah. Oh wow Okay. Absolutely. I was trying
0: to figure out where you're going with that But I mean I would also be down to just talk about those Like plants that
1: are actually living like, The mandrakes Yeah mandrakes yeah. I believe they're called <laughs> <laughs> Yeah <laughs> Look, uh, it was a huge plot point in the Chamber of Secrets. Uh, it was it, it was what cured everyone of being petrified. Oh yeah. Uh, 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 spoilers! I going to wait so long for watching that. Orbit. <laughs> <laughs> I, I may have spoiled uh, one of the Toy Story movies to you. <laughs> yeah. We got oh here. no! What? Yeah. Yeah, not was, the new one. Okay. Not the new one. Yeah, I haven't seen three either. So. Oh. That's oh yeah. The one I that was spoiled. the one. Yeah. God. Just yeah.
0: I'll spoil Toy, Toy Story 1 for you, though. I mean, I've seen it. I've seen, out it. In 94, I've seen it, but I don't remember it that well at this point. Okay. Yeah, like, I me mean, either. It's been a long time since I've seen those movies. Yeah. And like, and, like, those other those other Disney movies. I think that, like, I haven't seen those in a while. But, like, the, the classics, like, I haven't seen Cinderella, Snow White in a
1: long time. I mean, I feel like those oh, those, those really old ones... are sold, yeah. yeah you yeah. don't have to have rewatched. Re- I think the last time I saw Snow White was, like... In college for a film class. Yeah, they're was,
0: kind of amazing though. That yeah, they were yeah. able I mean the, that level that style
1: of animation is so cool. That movie came out in the thirties. Yeah. Snow wet dude. It's yeah, I mean, insane. Really it's amazing. Nuts. And it's all hand drawn. Yeah. 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 I yeah,
0: it's it, like they yeah. That in my in my mind is the Disney form of animation like yeah, CGI CGI is yeah. cool you know whatever Pixar is great whatever that, I mean Pixar was an ad, uh, that was wasn't that started by Steve Jobs yeah, uh, yeah. So. and then Disney bought him right yeah I think he did on so. yeah one yeah. yeah but like that classic you know even all the way up to like Aladdin you know that style of yeah. animation yeah. is just yeah. so yeah. Yeah.
1: so cool I liked uh, Princess and the Frog came out like in 2009 after they had already released a bunch of these CGI movies and I was like kind of glad to see this one movie that was back to that older style yeah, yeah. Um, and i'm like enjoying like i think disney animation started ever since disney bought pixar like their own animations getting better than their cgi stuff's better than pixar but i still like miss that hand-drawn yeah just, yeah yeah there's like a certain earnestness to it i feel like that you know
0: yeah it's like one of those yeah. it's like one of those things where you know Technically speaking, like all of the evidence points to the contrary, but it's like it's technically like worse, it takes much longer, it's probably much more expensive, right? Yeah, but it's just
1: feels it kind of, kind of feels alive, yeah. you know, when you watch it, you're just like, This is awesome! Yeah, like, I, I feel like the uh, CGI stuff doesn't age nearly as well. Either. You're definitely oh, yeah, not. That's, that's for not, sure, that is, for, for sure. So many things CGI have not aged well, like
0: Final Fantasy 7. <laughs>
1: yeah, yeah. I, I tried uh, I, I, I haven't seen it, but I
0: was thinking about the prequels actually. Oh yeah. Oh, oh yeah. Oh, 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 For sure. Oh, we're, we're like, yeah I was like, <laughs> we are definitely gonna talk about Star Wars. I, I briefed Zach about the fact that you uh you, you definitely disliked The Last Jedi. Yeah. 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 I was <laughs> I was thinking about the death today. I don't know why. You <laughs> I was always thinking about it. I was thinking about it, I was just like, you know what? Now that I'm thinking about it, like, I don't even like The Force Awakens that much anymore <laughs> either. I'm just like, well, the that, story's been told. That was <laughs> the thing. It's like, I enjoyed it at the time, but actually, I think, so it doesn't hold up over time because, again, it's just a rehash. Yeah. And also, like, The Last Jedi makes The Force Awakens worse because it just like, ah, all that shit we set up, we're not going to tell you about it.
1: Yeah. It's think, like, I looked out, out that window about...
0: and threw that, the like, The Force Awakens out that window and just like, I'm going to start over here.
1: Yeah, well, that's because the Force Awakens was bad, but I think look, I'm I'm not going to go on board as like somebody who's in love with the Last Jedi, but I like the Last Jedi. Oh, really? I'm going to say that now. Well, yeah, well, so what are
0: some of the things that stood out to you? I'm not trying to challenge. No. You so. so I'll uh, say I'll say I, this I I about think... about like the the whole which one was worst idea. I'm like I don't think you can really like because because the Force Awakens was such a rehash instead of being the reboot that maybe it should have been. Mm. than, like the last jedi tried to be so they're they're both like they're mutually complicit in like being bad.
1: Yeah, I think it's they don't play well off each other very well. You're definitely right. Uh, the force awakens like I think it was just such a big stumble that no matter what the last jedi was, it was not going to be well received by everyone just because I mean they were they they were he was shackled by what JJ J. Abrams uh already. I mean like yeah, after yeah.
0: the la after the force awakens, it's just like super weapon destroyed. And then like on the opening title crawl, it's just like the la- the uh, you know the-, the rebels, whatever their resistance is like desperately trying to like, you know, scavenge. I'm like, why? They literally just won. And, yeah. she-, and right. she beat him in a one V. It's yeah. like what how am I supposed to feel? And then it's like after the last Jedi. I'm like I do, I do not, I do not give a shit about what happens next in this trilogy. It's like I, I just
1: don't care. I, I'm gonna say this as somebody who did like the Last Jedi. Yeah, I have zero hype for it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, I, I think, especially knowing that we're on, getting JJ right? Abrams back. Like, not that he's necessarily bad, but I don't think he does anything extra interesting. Yeah, so not, not only he, that, but he's also well known for not being able to finish things. He's not bad at set, setting up
0: cliffhangers. Yeah. But he's not good at finishing things. He
1: loves the idea of a puzzle box, but I don't think that's what he's good at. Because yeah, he's never good a, at. That's a good point. He doesn't have a good answer to the puzzle box. Yeah, he's great at setting one up. Um, okay. Yeah. Yeah.
0: So, like, I yeah, I think that's like, I think that's what people that hate Last Jedi like for for like actual plot reasons. That's why is because there's like. But They don't care about it anymore. It's yeah. like you, you. It's like the the diehard fans have, that have loved this for so long. And I, I like it. I, I mean, I followed it for a long time. I've seen Clone Wars. I've seen all the movies, whatever. Yeah. So I've consumed a lot of this media. I played the video games. So I clearly love the universe. But like, I, I, I wasn't as invested as probably some other people were. Mm. So like, I was like, okay, this is fine. I don't care anymore. But I didn't care that much in the first place. Yeah, that's 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 an interesting way to put it. Because I remember I saw the Last Jedi. Um, or I, I saw The Force Awakens when I was when I didn't live here I was, I was with some of my friends from back home I think I was still in college at that point and I was kind of drunk too by the time I went in so that probably made it a little bit better but <laughs> I I do remember leaving the theater not really knowing how to feel about it and usually like I sort of I sort of sum up like media or I guess you could also say art in terms of music and movies is that like there's this subjective Aspect of it and the mm. objective aspect of it, like, did the movie work tonally? Did it? Yes. Like, were the characters interesting enough? I'm not saying this for the Last Jedi. I'm just saying, like, in general, mm. like, but did it make? Did you leave you like feeling something that you can't necessarily describe? Mm. No. And I didn't get that out of the sequel trilogy at all because, like, I just left the theater. I'm like, whereas, like, you contrast that with the Marvel stuff, and you're like, whoa, yeah, you you definitely feel something. Yeah, yeah it's very yeah. like. Yeah, especially I mean after because I I saw Infinity War. I literally went to go see that movie just because I knew it was going to be a big cinematic event. Yeah, that's the only reason I went to go see it. I was just like, okay, I hadn't caught up with any of the Marvel movies, and I was just like, I'm just going to go watch this just because. I mean, I, I feel like this is going to be a very important.
1: Time it's going to be something we're for, talking like, about. Yeah. yeah.
0: And I was, and I did not want to miss out on the memes online.
1: So, of course, that's the number one just reason to see. Like that's the reason to keep up with Game of Thrones. Dude, yeah. that's the reason yeah. to keep up. Gotta keep up with the memes. But also, you, you have to not. Dude, the spoilers
0: were so strong for Game of Thrones season eight. Dude, like I so I think it was maybe episode one or two. I finished watching it. I go to my phone and like in my news feed on my phone, it's it's. Oh, actually, no, this is for the long night. This is actually after episode three, okay. so I, I scroll through and I'm like, it says, and it says literally in in the headline, Arya kills Night King or something like oh that, and I'm like, dude, you spoil it in the fucking headline. <laughs> I was like, I'm so glad I watched because like it's see, like that, it's like that guy that like um, waited in line for uh, book six of Harry Potter. This I'm just oh yeah, yeah whatever. Yeah, yeah. Waited in line for book six of like literally skipped to like one of the like last chapters ran through lines says Snape kills Dumbledore just screams the (laughs) biggest spoiler to everyone who's waiting in the midnight release of this book dude it's that yeah (laughs) it's It's like that like level except someone got paid to do that like this person did that for free he paid
1: to do that oh Uh, I I remember they were doing that after like the Red Wedding too and I don't know the weird thing is speaking of Force Awakens I feel like people were like I worked at a movie theater when it came out and I had to wait three to four days before I could see it uh, and I never got the part about Han Solo dying spoiled for me, which I feel like was like a major spoiler. and I feel like Star Wars fans were actually pretty good about that. Yeah. I don't that, know, you, that, which is amazing in this age of the internet and memes about all these fucking movies we're seeing.
0: But you know, that's actually a good point. Like is it is was that not brought up or not spoiled because it wasn't done well, or was it because Star Wars fans were good about? I don't know because you know, I feel I, like I, I I'll say I didn't feel that much when he either. It's just okay. wild, yeah. I don't know. Yeah. Maybe that's just. I'm not trying to like just dump all over these two movies. No, forever. that's I'm, the, <laughs> yeah. but I just That's, you know. I'm fine with a little dumping over the. Okay. Like, I mean, like, just, like no no just a little, just, no just a little problem. turd. Yeah, like, yeah. like for me, like I the, get that people don't like. Muffle. I enjoy both of them in theaters and so The Force Awakens I was like that's a fun ride it's not really that interesting ex- unless the, the mysteries are actually good Yeah. so I'm like it depends on The Last Jedi The Last Jedi I was like none of that shit matters um, it was a reasonably entertaining movie it needed to, like the pacing was off because it needed to end like three times I think the pacing is my
1: biggest issue with Last yeah. Jedi pacing and wasn't just, great and tone wasn't great in that yeah. movie either and, and like the whole fucking casino side adventure yeah. I yeah, will admit gosh. to just openly hating that like I like the movie and I'll defend it but I also yeah, openly can, hate that You can be, obviously yeah you can like
0: something and still criticize it right so like I enjoyed it in theaters and then like so yeah again because I didn't have that huge investment of like I mean I was somewhat because I was like I would love to see some of this stuff explained yeah and then they did and I'm like okay alright so I feel th- like this is what people like our age now were feeling when the prequels came out they're probably just like it's not. Well, actually, no. But that being said, episode one is actually and episode two are both just bad movies. <laughs> but, you know, but they're just like they're just like actually, they're just like I just want to get this over with at this point. Come on, let's we'll just figure out how this yeah. ends. I don't yeah. even care. <laughs> there are cool moments. Right? I mean, to, to be fair to the people there, like there are cool moments. Yeah. And like as it, when I watched episode one as a kid, I think I was I don't I wasn't super young, probably like early teens or something like that. Um, I remember it being. I, had, I saw nothing wrong with it at the time, actually. Yeah. Yeah. I saw it without... I mean, <clears throat> I was like... I That's the first movie I even remember seeing in a the movie theater. Yeah? Yeah. <clears throat> Damn. I remember this. Like, I went there with my dad and my brother, and we ate... We, we finished a whole, like, tub of popcorn before the, uh, the credits <laughs> <laughs> ended, or the previews ended. Yeah. And, like... Yeah. And, like, so we're just like, okay. And then, like, I remember the movie... Because I was like so into those, and I was I was really young. Uh, but even even then, it took me like a long time for people to say, "Oh, the CGI is bad." Because I watched them so much that I was just so used to seeing that. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And then I I, lo- I watched it again. And you're just like, "Wow, this stuff like falls. This is flat. Like this screen is looks like a video game. I mean, it's well done for like two thousand one or yeah. whatever it was." And well, there's still some the parts that are really great. Watch. Yeah, yeah. I yeah. I say like the there's a there's actually a good series online of uh, uh VFX artists reacting to stuff. I I just yeah, watched yeah, some I, of those today. Yeah. And there's <laughs> the Star Wars, and they're like they 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 um they're praise they praise the especially the pod racing sequence. Yeah, yeah that, I mean that's the best sequence of yeah. that movie. Yeah. <laughs> one of the one of the things that once I mention it, you guys, if you ever watch episode one again, will never be able to unsee with the pod racing scene though. Yeah. Is that Every single shot is a left to right pan in the entire That doesn't surprise me. Like, that is, yeah. <laughs> it's just. And then just like following for someone and then.
1: And then
0: following someone, you're like, wow. Oh, <laughs> yeah. We, we
1: talked about those swipes. <laughs> yeah. You fucking. Yeah, the movie maker. the Even, even maker the, maker the original trilogy is just a little too much of George Lucas being like, let's do another star wipe or whatever. Yeah. I don't know.
0: Like. I, do you guys prefer it when this. people, when, when like directors get. More creative, or or just there's like I don't care. Let's get to the next scene. When it comes to like those
1: transitions, because there's some cool ones there. I think it depends know? on the, yeah, the movie. True. And like Star Wars, sometimes it's cool. Uh, but, like sometimes it's cool, and then sometimes you see the same transition
0: and you're like and uh, the same
1: edit yeah. point. It's kind of
0: it's kind of like you know it's always a balance of risk and reward. It's like if you go too risky, you're just gonna do some crazy shit that nobody understands and just like. Yeah. And in 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 a in a, in a in a blockbuster series it's not the appropriate time to try that out right yeah. but if you go too safe and like there's nothing interesting happening right? yeah so exactly. it's it's hard to find that balance obviously yeah and you
1: also like do it a couple times so that both those times are points where like it's a great point for like emphasis mm-hmm. or like it looks cool in those moments but if you keep doing it it just gets really old. It's almost just like you're showing off. It's yeah. Like,
0: okay. But like, I think like one of the transitions that that comes to mind is, I think it's Indiana Jones three
1: mm-hmm.
0: when like he, he, him as. Have you seen? Have you no, I, I don't care if you spoil it either.
1: Okay. Like, that's, it's it's I've seen it. It's been a while. I well, think the, the, I've seen each Indiana Jones movie once. Okay. I said most. Okay. Yeah.
0: Well, let me. I'll, I'll just set set it up. It's it's pretty easy to explain it's the very beginning of the movie no spoilers but it's like a flashback scene of when he was a kid and he was mm. like on one of these adventures He was running through this train and like trying to save a medallion because that's
1: that's his whole thing is like saving artifacts yeah and like this is the scene where it's the origin of him hating snakes or something yeah yeah, that's, that's part of it that's part <laughs> of it
0: um, but like at the end like he he almost gets away with it and then the uh, the bad guys which is just stereotypical bad guys thieves whatever yeah. um, they're like don't be too hard on yourself kid he's like a 13 year old kid and there's just and he, they, he puts his iconic hat he was like just because you lost today doesn't mean you're a loser like that type of thing and puts his iconic hat on it and like lowers the brim and then like the scene changes and the brim and like the brim goes up and he's an old yeah, oh yeah, like, yeah. It's he's like, that's fully, good that is a cool great, it's a, that's like a great establishment of him yeah. as a character. And then he gets punched in the face. But you know, hey. So that's <laughs> another King great establishment a, yeah. of that character. <laughs> yeah. It's just, yeah, I love stuff like that. But you've gotta like, you've gotta have you you can't go overboard with those. Yeah, you know? pepper yeah. it
1: in, yeah, you yeah, do it like that's a good moment where it's you know, the, a transition point of twenty years or whatever in the yeah. movie—that's like the perfect point, the yeah. perfect time to do yeah. that. But if you're doing that for every fucking scene transition, you're just exhausting Good. your audience. You're just gonna be yeah. like, "Wait, why?" You're cheapening why? the effect. Like, what, you're why right. Why did you just yep. do that?
0: Like, you know, not unnecessary. Yeah, yeah, you're right. Yeah, you, you, there was because there's some there's some transitions that when you see them, you're just like, "Oh, that was cool." Yeah, because it made sense for the story at that moment. Yeah. yeah. I think there was one in uh, the I don't know. Did you guys ever see that movie Adventures of Tintin? Oh definitely.
1: yeah, I definitely did.
0: Yeah. Another that's Steven Spielberg a, adventure. Movie. I need a, yeah. yeah, that's a, it's a cool it's a cool one. I I really yeah. recommend it. It's honestly just it's a really fun just adventure movie. It's like really feels like an old school. Yeah. Well, it's based
1: movie. off of those great well, great but also kind of racist nowadays. Oh, uh, Tintin oh, yeah. comics.
0: <laughs> um, I haven't read any of the comics, so yeah.
1: They're a lot of the early ones do not age very well, but in general, they're like the idea of them. They're good, like adventure comics. Yeah. Uh, just whenever you know anybody who's not white shows up, it gets uh, super weird. Uh, <laughs> Dude, but- <laughs> I I
0: honestly like the. Sometimes I'll go back and watch like old TV shows or whatever, yeah. old movies, and I'm like. Ah. Like when there's like a scene that comes up, you're like, "Okay, yeah. there are. Yeah. are. Yeah. There's some moments, yeah, for sure.
1: Well, like <laughs> it, speaking of Indiana Jones, like Tintin is probably where they got a lot of inspiration for, because it's a lot of oh, yeah, full sure. hero adventure stuff, and it's they're both Spielberg movies when it comes to the movies. Mm-hmm. Yeah, uh, uh, but those movie, the movie's great, and it's like the it's, it's this motion capture CGI. And Andy Serkis is doing some of it. and It's, it's great. Is he really? Yeah. He, oh, plays, oh, the, um, yeah, he plays the old guy. The, yeah, he, yes. he plays like the captain who's this, his friend. And yeah, there's supposedly a sequel in the works?
0: I think there has been for forever. Yeah. There's also apparently an Avatar sequel in the there's works. for four. Oh, Jesus. What? <laughs> Dude, you know, okay, you know the thing. You know, actually, I haven't, I haven't seen the first Avatar either. What? Dude, Everyone you know, saw I, I know. The, we all
1: forgot about yeah, it.
0: Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Dude, there was this there was this video I saw that where people went a, a, around like the LA Pier, or whatever it's called. They were like, do you remember like, can you tell me any of the name character main characters' names in Avatar? And nobody could. There's like, it was that real, Jake Sully. It was like it was that that Blue Person, right? Blue Person movie, right? They're like, yeah, I saw it, but I can't remember, I remember too much about it. it. So just give me <laughs> some content. Why was it so big at the time? Was it the CG, or what was it about it?
1: I don't know, but it it's still... Because Avengers Endgame didn't beat it in the box office. Yeah, it they the original, that's, what, that's what it yeah. came up, yeah. The, uh,
0: they re- they re- they're re-releasing in theaters. I know it's just to beat it, but they're adding a poster.
1: Yeah, there's <laughs> supposedly a scene with unfinished Hulk fo- footage no, in yeah. the new Endgame. I, I think Please so. and yeah, it's, 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 it's at the end, right?
0: Yeah, yeah they, they, it's an ending credit. Because I stayed the till then. the end of the credits, and people started leaving. And I'm like, I'm over here like, these guys are clearly not Marvel veterans, because <laughs> I know there's a post credit scene. And then there wasn't one. I'm like, yeah. I just got punked. Dude, I, I Googled <laughs> that beforehand to see if there was, actually. But we still stayed, because we are just like, we need to absorb it. Yeah. yeah, that,
1: yeah. Well, there's that clink of... Oh, yeah. Uh, but what happened in our showing was the Usher had his uh, his walkie-talkie went off right when the sound cue... Oh, is the, that what happened? Was, yeah, so we didn't hear it oh. in our show. Oh, man. What? It was, it was, where'd, you, it was, where'd you guys go see it? Uh, AMC River East. Oh, okay, yeah, I mean, I, I, that's usually the AMC I go to.
0: I mean, I live close to like a, the Harris Theater, which is like one of those old-school movie theaters. Which is always fun. I mean, the movie... Watching the movie in there kind of sucks, but like the ambience of the old... Yeah, Twitter. it's always kind of cool. Yeah, like it's, if you watch something that was like more old timey, there, like yeah. let's say you rented it out to watch, I don't know, or like, yeah. for, like Hateful Eight would be a cool. One for Just, yeah. it there you know,
1: I saw Hateful Eight. I did went to the Roadshow showing at a oh, music box. Yeah. Uh, that must have been nuts. Oh hell yeah, it was. I went on like have you seen I went night? on Christmas Day too. So insane. So, so <laughs> Huh? We,
0: you know the weird thing is, is I'm throwing out like, oh, oh you seen this? I I barely watch movies. I don't know, I don't know how I've seen all these movies. <laughs> to
1: be honest with you, have you seen the? <laughs> they like, like re-released it on Netflix. <laughs> but longer, oh, Hateful Eight. I did see <clears throat> the Netflix one because it's it's a series on Netflix. <clears throat> they they split it up, I think, into three episodes. Whoa, really? It's I did so not see long. That. Yeah. Um, I but mean, they like added scenes in cuz he cut some stuff out even in that movie that's already nearly 3 hours on its own. Uh yeah. Dude, that's that's crazy. <laughs> I, I
0: saw the I saw the 3 hour long version on Netflix cuz I was bored. And <laughs> um it was it's really good. I definitely recommend mm-hmm. it. There's there's one scene in there. This isn't a spoiler but there's like one scene because it's set in like the what like the late 1800s or something like that. Something like that. It's uh, got a uh, western, western feel it. Yeah, like, and like the, the the West, and it's based on eight characters all in a cabin
1: during a bad snowstorm, and they have yep. to, And it's like it's
0: almost like um, Clue, the board yeah. game, but like
1: sort of like that. It's that 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 kind of an idea. Like it's mostly really just tensions just, rising in a yeah. room. I don't actually. I haven't seen it since it was in theaters because I got—I got to be honest, like I liked it, but I think I got a little bored of it. Well, yeah, I'm I mean, I
0: could—I could see that, but I, yeah. I could definitely understand that. But there's this—there's this scene that the uh, reason I bring this up is because I think—I uh, think you'd find this interesting. Is that the uh, there was a, a museum that lent them a? Did you, hear, you heard about no, that? I know you hear no, <laughs> I I it heard it. about that. The the yeah. Oh my god. I think it was like, a, it was a was it a Martin or Gibson or I think it was a Martin. It was oh, like goodness. it was like an it was like an eighteen eighties Martin parlor uh, guitar, and uh, it was oh. literally yeah, yeah, yeah. literally priceless because <laughs> nobody even could remember when the last one of those was sold. Yeah, so they don't even know what it would go for at an auction. Yeah, and like Jeff Bridges, I think his character picked it up and smashed yep. it. Yeah, so, like it's enough of that. And her reaction was just like, oh, no! Yeah, and, then, like, yeah, like and then, like, apparently Quentin Tarantino's, like, standing there, like, half in the shadows in the corner, like, smi- like smiling, like, with, like, deception. It's just like, I got the most pure yeah. response <laughs> out of my actors yeah. <laughs> for
1: that scene. And they left that take in the yeah, movie. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's what,
0: yeah. And I cringed Gosh. so hard when I saw that.
1: It's I, like, it's like, I didn't know that till after as well. Uh, I gotta rewatch that scene
0: now. It's like millions of dollars knowledge. just evaporating. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> well, that's like it's like the in um, Ferris Bueller's Day Off when they destroy oh. the the Ferrari GT two fifty or whatever California. Yeah, I mean it was obviously it wasn't a real one, but like that is like a like a twelve million dollar car, and you're just like. That's not too funny to me. Dude, oh, dude. You're not <laughs> laughing. Dude, I um I was uh when I was in Cal when I was living in California, um I was just walking around, going back to my place, right? And uh, I just look around, I randomly see McLaren, okay? Okay. And then uh, yeah, I think he's just coming out from a gas station, he drives too fast and it's like Blink and I'm like, Wow, that was the sound of thirty thousand dollars just going up in smoking. Oh my god. I was like, God Jesus. damn. Oh wow. That's heartbreaking. Yeah. I was like, "That's why I can't own a, a nice car." It's like I, uh, some shit like that would happen. I would be like, "God damn it! Fuck me! Fuck me right now!" <laughs> that's I, why I won't buy like a super expensive guitar. yeah, it's, yeah. Uh, yeah. It's like I, I'm the four thousand dollars PRS. No, like no. I would never take it out. <laughs> See that that's it's interesting because like I I actually I actually would if I had a really expensive guitar I think I would take it out but I would I would probably insure, I, probably I would would definitely insure it. Uh, but I just think that like those things need to be played I feel like those and like the old cars too but I would I think I'd be more nervous driving an expensive car than playing an expensive guitar sure yeah because it'll still like you won't like you could crash your car like very relatively easily like or someone else can can crash into you yeah exactly you can damage your guitar it'll still play at least you know it'll still be good like yeah like the only exception might be if you snap the headstock but that's fixable too yeah I mean yeah so a lot of that stuff is fixable At the, the music exchange um, they had a I, I go in there from time to time they had a guitar just sitting there you know center display kind of unassuming and it, it was $77,500 holy shit and I looked at the price tag and I'm like I'm literally looking around me I'm just like is this isn't this supposed to be like up further on the wall and they have another guitar that's that's listed for $285,000, and I was talking to the manager of guitar sales, he's like, yeah, man, if it was up to me, that'd be on the the guitar sales floor, too, people need to play those, I'm like, wow, yeah, wow, yeah, he's like, yeah, the burst shouldn't be behind like a a locked cage, it's like, I'm like, this is like that Wayne's World guitar, yeah, 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 yeah. more expensive, yeah, yeah, (laughs) yeah, I I just, I, I played it, it was cool, I think I've played better guitars, though. Yeah. <laughs> yeah.
1: <laughs> yeah. It's like, what it's, makes it so expensive? It's the
0: ear. Yeah, okay. there, there's a lot of like miniature details, like the the um, design on the fretboard. If you see the the, the uh, guitar that's closest, uh, the second from the back that has those birds on it, mm-hmm. it had a different design. It was sort of like a parallelogram, a parallelogram but there was oh, split in the middle. Yeah, yeah. The <laughs> is, that wasn't available yeah, yeah. on that Level that model guitar so that's like a custom oh uh, yeah the wood ages the pickups if you take them out of the guitar are worth $5,000 for the set because they that's like it so <laughs> it's just a lot a yeah there's a lot, lot things, of stuff uh, it's just it's almost it's like transcended into like um, I mean it's quite frankly myth- it mythology it is it's pretty boring. ridiculous it is it's, it's absurd like <laughs> I mean it, it's like it's, it's yeah it's mythology it's like the peep, the legends is about like well who you, you invent like who might have played it for example, right? Yeah, exactly. Like, you know? You yeah. tell
1: yourself a story like the movie Red Violin, except about a guitar. Is this is a reference lost on you guys. Yeah, <laughs> I'm yeah, seeing yeah, for it for in sure. your eyes. <laughs> <For> <laughs> sure. it's, it's like about a Stradivarius, uh yeah. and it's just about every person whose hands went through the yeah, exactly. fire. I think yeah, that's yeah, so it's, cool though. Yeah, know yeah, I, I it is cool. That
0: absolute I mean, I I was a history major in, in college and that that type of stuff, like I will I will feel that when I look at like ancient buildings from like the 1500s. I'm like, the periods of history yeah. this just
1: stood through.
0: It's amazing. There's uh, you have a direct connection to the past. So I just, I saw a play called um, If I Forget and it's uh, it's it's heavily focused on Jewish culture. Okay. And so, Oh, hell of, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so, uh, so part of it, like, in one part of it, the, the, uh, the, uh, one of the main character's daughters you don't see her on stage she goes to Jerusalem and she, she's on one of the birthright trips right yeah and, um, and oh so hell yeah I'm
1: relating to this so hard even though I haven't been on birthright <laughs> <laughs> is it something that was offered to you or yeah maybe well, extended kids? the age for birthright so I, I think I'm still good for a couple years okay yeah, yeah. I mean, would you do it yeah I think so I don't know I don't know. Uh I've been to Israel, so yeah. Oh really? Yeah. Okay. With, with, with my family. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. That's awesome.
0: So she's not um, to interrupt, I'm sorry. <laughs> no, but so she's uh I mean they talk about she seems to go crazy. It's like they say she has Jerusalem syndrome, which is a thing. And like I, I Googled it like last week or something and it, it's a it's a thing. What is it? Yeah. It's just uh you basically feel like God's talking to you or something. It's some it's some type of like maybe hallucination, maybe just like some type of Complex mm-hmm. where you you just feel the divine, right? And so the don't Essentially, right? Or she was on shrooms. <laughs> <laughs> so the the play ends, and I guess this is it's not really spoiled. It has nothing to do with the plot. But the play at the end of the play, everybody kind of like goes through what she said. They they it's like I say a line, you say a line, he says a line, and okay. and it's what she said on the phone to them. And it's about it's just basically her talking about she stood on some tower in the city. And she looked around and she saw everything that happened. Like she saw the crusaders that came, right? That's she saw crazy. It's like that's you know Yeah, it's like her vision of like she saw whatever happened there and there and there. Like wow. all the kings and all this stuff, right? And like that's what you reminded me of when you said like yeah, you feel yeah, like, like visions oh. yeah, like yeah. visions of the past, like yeah. the, the things that it's crazy, man.
1: Do you guys ever, like, walk around this city and feel that a little bit?
0: Like, not even
1: – it's not as okay. old, obviously.
0: But. I'll tell you a specific example, which is that I used to live around, like, sh- Chicago and, Chicago and uh, State or okay. so, right? The, like, River North? Yeah, River okay. North. I, so I used to live there. It was over in Garage. I would go to work, and I would walk past this flower shop, right? And, like, I remember in from Port Hawk Empire that um, Dino Banyan was a, was, was a north side gangster who – Uh, ran a flower shop actually and was murdered in his flower shop whoa so I googled so I'm like is that the one is that the one I googled it and I'm like actually that's not the one the parking lot in front of my building is where that happened wow and you can if you go to the church on the corner you can still see like the the, where the bullets were like made indents into the building that is crazy that's amazing so much respect for people not taking bullets or like bullet wounds scars out of buildings yeah it, it, like that's just. There's, it's there's part some, of the character. It's yeah, part of the soul of the building. There, yeah. There's a there's a couple of um, places like that in Chicago that I, I, I definitely feel that at the Green Mill. I mean, you can sit oh, at cool, Al Capone's yeah. booth, and that's pretty wild. Yeah, like I've I've done that a couple of times. Oh, but yeah, the, it was. I think the Dino Banny thing, it was supposed like people thought it was Al Capone. Oh, they did, but I'm not sure if that actually was proved or. If he claimed credit for it, but they were rivals at the time. So okay. he definitely won in debt. Yeah. So, but yeah, keep going. Yeah. Interesting. Yeah. Well, yeah. what I was going to say is that where I'm where I'm from originally, Northern Virginia, I've walked
1: around DC a lot too. Where in Northern Virginia? Fairfax. Oh, hell yeah. Yeah. I'm from Herndon. No way. Really? Yeah. Tuesday. <laughs> <laughs> going back strong. there tomorrow. <laughs> Are you serious? I'm serious. Wow. you going to catch a nationals sk- Actually, I guess. Actually, yeah, I am. Are you really? Yeah, I am. <laughs> oh, my <laughs> God.
0: <laughs> I'm actually, like, a not even low-key, a massive Nationals fan.
1: Oh, well, uh, I'm going to my friend's wedding, and he's a um, giant Nationals fan. Okay. My dad's, like, from the Baltimore area. I'm not a big baseball guy, but because of my dad, I feel like I've got to slightly lean towards the Orioles. Yeah, got uh, to lean into that dumpster fire. But, you know, I'm all about the Caps, so. Uh, caps, yeah, man. Hell yeah. That's cool.
0: Yeah, that's, that's wild. That's cool. That's wild. <laughs> um, so you, you know what I'm talking about, then, with some of these old, because those buildings are, like... Uh. There's, Dude, I, I went to William and Mary, so. Yep, I, I went was, to Christopher Newport. Oh hell yeah! <laughs> All right. William and Mary is like oh, a half hour up the road from Christopher Newport University. Okay, yeah. yeah. I, the difference is, is that people actually know what that is.
1: No one knows what my school was. Yeah, We're I, also I in the too. middle of Colonial Williamsburg. Yeah. Uh, so like. Buildings from, like, 1600s. Yeah. It's just, it's insane. Yeah. Like, that's where I go on my run every day, is, like, right next to those, because it's literally in the middle. Because that's one uh, of the oldest universities in the country, right? The, other than Harvard, it's the oldest. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Not to brag, guys. Uh, <laughs> it's a great school, though. Uh, it's dope. Uh, Christopher Newport's pretty dope. I, I visited there. It's a lot yeah. newer. Oh, yeah. Uh, <laughs> it's it's newer, but it's, it's,
0: like, the buildings and architecture are built in a wannabe... Like the colonial style,
1: yeah. That whole that whole like area of Virginia is really obsessed with like colonial, yeah, uh, yeah. That that era, uh,
0: but like there's there's one the the one um, specific building that I'm thinking about uh, is in is actually DC. It's in Georgetown. I don't know. Have you have you been to DC? I've been to DC. Yeah, yeah. Walked around Georgetown at all? I don't think I've walked around the
1: campus. I think maybe we drove around a little bit. Okay. Yeah. It's also um, like a part of the town. It's not just the college.
0: Yeah. Um but there's one building I can't even remember what the, the name of the club is, but it's it's like one of those members only club where like very Georgetown. Yeah, yeah. You have to like you have to like write write them to like receive an invitation and then pay like four thousand dollars a month to be like but like the, the reason I'm bringing it up is that it's been a private club since like the seventeen hundreds and like the like <laughs> yeah like the founding fathers would like hang yeah. out there that is crazy yeah. and like the building's the same like it's it's like it's insane and it's not been turned into you know a mount vernon right. or like Monticello. i mean it's still used as yeah. its original intended purpose yeah. Yeah. so there's uh there's two things i want to bring up well the first one is like there's an old movie called uh called PCU it's it's from like oh, yeah yeah of- jeremy I haven't, I haven't seen that yeah jeremy it's um the soundtrack is uh, Steve I. <laughs> yeah. That's the Why? only reason I know that movie. Yeah, yeah. the soundtrack is Steve I. <laughs> uh,
1: he he has some album where he includes yeah. parts of that soundtrack, yeah, also parts of Bill and Ted's soundtrack, also Whoa. part of Crossroads. Because uh, yeah, he's done, yeah. Uh, it's uh and I think Encino Man maybe
0: no. I don't I don't know all of his stuff. I don't yeah. know. So I I know I knew that movie because of Steve I. I watched it and it's like you know this is still the nineties so people were like oh like it's a parody of uh, political correctness right. But the, they also have a parody of, like, Republicans, essentially. And so they have a club called – I think it's just, just called and Shaft, and that's the conservative club of the university. Mm-hmm. And so when, they, when they're when they trying to interview for new members, they, the, the freshman that you experience the movie through mostly is, like, he, he's preppy. So he's, he wears, like, kind of, like, standard, you know, like, khakis and, like, a, and a blazer. So they, they see him and they immediately, like, they immediately want him. And so one of the first things they ask him is, like, so um, you have any Mayflower blood? oh god I'm like, oh, I'm like <laughs> how, how waspy are you basically yeah <laughs> Okay, so the other thing was um, I was watching, and this is this is nothing I experienced personally, but the and as you'll see, obviously, I was watching a lecture from one of the like premier scholars for I think studying like the Eastern Front of uh, World War II. Yeah. So and he was talking about like the scale of it and how like it's so hard to imagine because like so many millions of fucking people died, right? Yeah. So he's talking about how he went on a trip and they had these trips where he were or they have volunteers, I guess, in Russia that go and actually dig up. Um, artifacts from that time, essentially. Wow. Okay. So he was like, he was going there, he was filming and he was like, you know, he was talking to the people. like, because we're filming, can you make sure, you know, just in case we don't find anything, um, can you make sure that we have something ready to, to add, you know, to stage a discovery for? Mm-hmm. And the guys were like, no, don't worry about it. And he's like, but we, we should make sure because... And he's like, no, really, don't worry about it. So they drive out to this place in the middle of the countryside, like maybe like 100 miles from Moscow, right? Mm-hmm. And so – and they take out the metal detectors and like literally everything, like everywhere you go, it's like fucking going off. Jeez. And he's like, dude, I must have stood in a position where where, where a, a division was destroyed or something like that. And so um, – but, but that was like most of the Eastern Front. I mean, yeah, it was yeah. literally – it was the largest invasion of all time. Yeah, it was the I mean, like, biggest, yeah. Dude.
1: <laughs> I, I was just like – hearing this thing about there was like a specific house in on the eastern front where like more people died in that specific house i think than like on an entirety of another front uh that seems maybe exaggerated but like something like that i mean there's a famous house i think it's called uh i think maybe
0: pavlov's house that's the one i'm thinking yeah okay yeah Yeah. i've heard the name but i haven't done any it's it's in call of duty (laughs) one No way, yeah, right? Yeah, yeah. Like the very first call of Yeah thing? yeah, you, you play you play the Russians that take it and then you have to defend it. <laughs> oh. I feel like that mission's in a couple of call of duties, but yeah, but it's Was it in yeah. Finest Hour? I don't know. Okay. Yeah, but it's yeah. They, they, they tile it Pavlov's house. It's based on that. I mean, there's there's some inaccuracies because if you look at the history, there's stuff. But you know. Yeah. Yeah. But yeah. <laughs> I, I don't look to call it. duty to be historically accurate. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, they, they literally <laughs> ripped off like Enemy of the Gates. Yeah. And then also
1: Saving Private Ryan for some of their from some of the missions. Yeah. I mean, Private Saving Private Ryan. Like, if you want to play a World War Two game, you kind of do want to play Saving Private Ryan. I feel like.
0: Um, yeah, yeah, I mean that that yeah that opening scene is one
1: of the yeah,
0: craziest things I've ever seen in my life.
1: Yeah. Did you guys ever see that? Uh, Hacksaw Ridge. No. Yes. Like yeah. was, that, was that a Vietnam movie? No, it was another World War Two movie, but on no, in, in I did not Japan. see that. Uh, I was thinking about Hamburger Hill. Oh yeah, 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 yeah. This this was much newer. Yeah, was, yeah. It got nominated for best picture. Like, that a has years uh, ago. that has Amazing Spider-Man. Yeah, mind yeah. It, right? Andrew Garfield, Andrew Garfield. the main guy. It's directed by Mel Gibson, uh, and like the first half of the movie is just about him being like, I don't want to kill anybody. Yeah, He's a pacifist. Yeah. Oh, okay. Uh, oh, I've and, seen previews for that. I think yeah, yeah. I think yeah. trailers yeah. But there's a scene that gives gives off like. After the the second half of the movie is basically that first scene, that opening scene from Saving Private Ryan, yeah, just like for the rest of the movie, uh, and it's it's so fucking insane. It might be even crazier, yeah. Wow. Uh, and it's just like if you ever want to, for whatever reason, watch that scene, but in a different movie, yeah, uh, yeah. that's a good one for it. Yeah, uh. you know, I think that one of the I think that the best
0: one of the best examples of like. Seeing war happen, and just really feeling an emotion about it, was. Did you guys ever watch Band of Brothers? Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. I yeah I saw that. That's a great. Haven't seen that. On haven't HBO. seen The Pacific. There's. I've I've watched about half of The Pacific. I didn't yeah. think it was as good, but um. But there's just one scene in Band of Brothers. It was during the Battle of the Bulge, and like you're you're really close and intimate with a couple of members of the battalion, and there's just bombs going off everywhere. Yeah, around you. Mm. That's right. and like. You feel so hopeless. You're just like, you're scared for them. And you're just like, I cannot fathom what this would be like to be in, in this yeah. scenario right now. I mean, there's just bombs going off everywhere. And like, he'll, he'll look to the left and someone just gets blown up. Like, cause you can't see the trace, you can see the tracer fire from machine guns. Yeah. like and, the shells, they just but but like so fast. Yeah, the, yeah, they're just mortars just falling all, and you're like, whoa, this is terrifying. Like the sudden, the suddeny of like of all that, yeah. It's yeah. just, phew, I definitely recommend it.
1: I, it's it's, on. I think it's on Prime, right? It's on HBO. It's, yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I've got that. I don't have Prime for some reason. Yeah. I don't it, know. It was an HBO I, I'll, I'll watch it eventually. There's just so many. I also, I know we've been talking a lot about like military stuff. Yeah. But I also have like never been a, like obsessed with war movies. Yeah, Occasionally, sure. there's war, like Saving Private Ryan was dope, and I just talked yeah. about Hacksaw Ridge. Uh, which was dope uh, too, but like it's just not a genre that I like look out for. Yeah, like, you guys yeah, are talking Call it, of Duty. I get it. Yeah, never played. I've never been into Call of Duty. Dude, never I never liked it. Well, I was it's like a, Halo guy. The funny thing is, I, I feel I like
0: know. I feel like Band of Brothers inspired like like fifty games. Oh yeah, dude, there's oh, so yeah. many games that are like, and that that era of like, wasn't there like Brothers in Arms? Yeah, there was. You like, can tell they like, how do we call this name Band of Brothers without calling it yeah, Brothers the, in <laughs> Arms? There was, there was one called <laughs> Company of Heroes. Yeah, which is, which is a line where he says like I didn't, I wasn't a hero, but I served in a company of heroes. Yeah, like right from so you just want to evoke
1: that. that emotion in people. Exactly, watch Band of Brothers. Exactly, yeah, yeah, yeah.
0: And that I mean, and of course, those games like referenced a lot of the movies of the time. Yeah, there's a couple like basically ones we named Enemy the Gates, um,
1: Saving Private Orion, Band of Brothers, and that's not a movie, but you know, film, film, film media. Band of yeah. Brothers was Band of Brothers, so that was like made by. Spielberg and Tom Hanks, right? Right. I don't, yeah. Yes, Spielberg yeah. and Hanks. Okay. yeah. Okay. Yeah. And, and like, so was the Pacific, right? Because yep. I, I heard they're I making they third one. one. Yeah, that has I to think. do with uh, uh, air. Yeah, I think like the Battle Time. of Midway is probably going to be in that. Uh, okay, so that would be
0: nuts. Yeah, because because yeah. m- Midway is coming out uh, as a movie. The oh, movie is yeah. yeah, but guess okay. who's directing it? Uh, the, Roland fucking Emmerich. Yeah, it's gonna suck. It's. Independence Day was fine. but And Day After Tomorrow, I enjoyed. But he is not a good director.
1: Uh, yeah. Uh, <laughs> I was literally listening to a podcast about that on my way here. Not about that, but they were talking about this Midway movie, which was the first time I had heard of it, like <laughs> yeah. an hour ago. Uh, and uh, the way they described it as... Pearl Harbor too? Yep. Yeah it's, <laughs> it's, it's Yeah, I remember when that when the news the, the
0: poster was released for that and I was on Reddit and it was like the top comment was just like, um, oh hell yeah. A, a, like an epic war movie on Midway sees who directs it. God damn it. It's <laughs> just like yeah. That's pretty accurate. Yeah. I didn't see Pearl Harbor, though. I didn't see it, so I, I have no yeah. basis for reference to, Yeah, I I just know that it was it's cheesy and bad. bad. Okay, That's all I know about it. We'll just put it this way. there's a, I do know that there's a line in the movie where one of the guys is on the phone with, I guess, like a commander or someone who's not on the ground. The, the guy's just like, what's going on? I kid you not. He responds with, I think World War II just started. <laughs> oh i brought you two years too late yeah first, <laughs> first of, of, of all whole second shit. of all so, well,
1: were they even calling the first one world war one
0: at that point <laughs> i don't know i honestly don't know. it doesn't it's, make yeah. any sense well, sir i believe that world war two electric boogaloo has to started <laughs> oh, <my God.
1: laughs> first off we're calling that one from 20 years ago world war one now screw this great war shit yeah, <laughs> we're right. calling it World also, War II. Like, screw the Seven Years' War, too, which people kind of forget that that was really like the First
0: World War. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. The French Revolution was part of that, too. It's yeah. a lot of that stuff. Yeah. A lot of shit going on. Yeah. Too. You could also make an argument that the War of 1812 was sort of an extension of a lot
1: of those. It could have been a world war. It and was that, just you know, all one long conflict that had a, a lot, lot of breaks. Yep. <laughs> <laughs>
0: <laughs> guys, guys, that's let's take a break. War. <laughs> let's yeah. take a break. I'm tired. Let me get my economy recovered. Yeah. And then in the morning we'll do it again. I mean, that's that's <laughs> kind of the hundred years war on the Shakespeare theme on the <laughs> histories, yeah. Cause like I didn't realize this, so I, 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 I was watching I think I was just reading it. So we we were watching the hollow crown or like I'm rewatching it. You're watching it the first time, which is a BBC production of like a bunch of Shakespeare's histories. So yeah. Worldwide. Okay. So I, I, I was reading about it and I didn't, I hadn't realized, but it's like, like by Richard the second, nothing's happened. There's no war going on right now, but it's like, I was reading an article about the history of it. It's like, well, the hundred years war had started by that point. And like, okay. So, so it's like eight plays until the end, which is like Richard the third. Yeah. And it's, like, it's already started, and it's, like, there's so much that happens. And that, you know, then you were like, oh, yeah, it's 100 years, of course. Yeah, the and in
1: fact, that time frame, that's a lot of generations. Yeah. The that fact time. that you even have a war called the 100 Years War is just, like, can you imagine? Yeah. That's, that's some 1984 shit. We have always been at war with, I'm forgetting the name of with the, yeah, the oh, yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. Oh, yeah.
0: I oh, yeah. I forgot that that was a plot point in that. In that book. Yeah. yeah because I just, cool. I, I read this, um, this other book, I should have my phone so I can look this up. Cause this <laughs> is actually a pretty important book in like this, the scheme of the history of, uh, literature, but it's a book called we, Not um, really. and it's by a Russian author and I read it and it's really cool. It's actually, an, it's literally just 1984 was just... Did you pull up the... Yeah, 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 the author? It's, it's a Russian guy. It's yeah, uh, Zevgeny, it's, yeah, Zevgeny... Yeah, uh, Zevgeny... Uh, That's certainly oh, a Russian guy. Zamyatin, yeah. Okay. And he was... He wasn't like a, a Tolstoy. Like, he didn't get famous or rich in his life. Like, he died in rather obscurity. But that book is told in the perspective of the main character through journal entries Mm -hmm. and it's like that one state you know maximum efficiency of the human race don't have emotions don't have feelings don't have a soul you know that type of thing and you can see an internal conflict happening as he's writing more journal entries he's starting to get like a soul and a personality yeah but even like the torture method was the same in 1984 and we and like you could tell that like um orwell just like read that and he was just like hmm let's add in a couple extra like, sure, 100 pages <laughs> <Yep>. <laughs> and uh release it under my moniker <laughs> but seriously it's a, it's i definitely recommend it. it's a fast no that ready. sounds like, really cool like 200 pages i mean it's super easy yeah, okay that's yeah easy. yeah <laughs> but it's a really important book um definitely and definitely an overlooked one too
1: yeah
0: um but yeah i forgot that 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 Forever conflict was a part of that of I think it was like
1: a small thing, and part part of the thing there was that it wasn't necessarily a forever conflict. It was them also just being. It's they would be in conflict with one country, and then the next day they would be like, "No, we're actually friends with those guys. We've always been friends with those guys. We've we've been at war with these guys. Who yesterday we said were our friends." Yeah, forever. it's the um, yeah the propaganda thing. Right? Yeah, yeah, it's, yeah. More, it's more almost more about the propaganda. The
0: propaganda value of being in a state of war. Yeah, yeah. yeah. There was a there's there's a game series that I play. It's like it's the Earth Siege series that goes to Earth Siege One, with the Earth Siege Two, and Star Siege. Okay. It's kind of like a like the theme of it of the actual series itself is, is kind of a Terminator thing, like man versus machine. Mm-hmm. So you, you you put Max and you fight like machine Max essentially. But like the one of the backstories of how they were invented, why they invented essentially AI was that um, so there there was professional war between like these nation states, right? Mm-hmm. They're they're just kind of like north america instead of like the nations we have now they're just like more geographical so it's like okay. north america versus like asia pacific or whatever so they, they fight these perpetual wars to keep the economy going yeah. <laughs> and so and it's like at one point people are like well we don't want to actually have our people killed so why don't we just have the robots fight so they turned all over over all the machines war to the robots oh my and they, so they invented ai that can create more robots and then yeah all this stuff and then eventually of course of course, you know, the the AIs nuke all of humanity essentially. And then you have this, you know, Terminator type fight. Wow. Yeah. You know, that that is that's that's insane. And I can honestly see that happening. <laughs> <laughs> Sounds like a cool game, too. Does yeah. sound like a cool it's game. It's cool. a cool series of <laughs> games. It's really old, it's like it's the nineties. Oh, yeah, yeah, okay. So no. the graphics are not great, but it was fun to play when I when I had it. Yeah. I think uh, it ends in the last one, Star Siege, and Mark Hamill voices some of the characters. Yes. And, uh, I didn't even um, <laughs> realize this at the time. He, he voices like two brothers, actually, that are like polar opposites of each other. <laughs> so, so um, but yeah. yeah but they, he could do that. He's yeah, a phenomenal he's, voice. He's guy. such a good That's guy. That's like
1: where his talent lies. Dude, was. he's yeah. the fucking Joker. And I'm like, wait, what? He's yeah. the Joker <laughs> in the He's also did you ever watch Avatar Last Airbender? No. Oh, I've oh, seen parts of it. Yeah, but he plays like the bad guy. He oh, yeah, plays yeah. the villain. He plays Fire Lord Ozai. Oh man. He's I didn't know that. Great. Yeah. Wow. But yeah, he's the Joker. When I think of the Joker's yeah. voice when I'm like reading a Batman comic and Joker shows up, yeah. I hear Mark Hamill. Yeah. I don't know. He's like honestly, I feel like his skill, you know, Feel like he's almost wasted in Star Wars, even though he's like good in that. Yeah, it's more of he's fine in that, and at least in the first one, and then yeah. he kind of like got darker and better. And yeah, episode episode four, he was it was pretty. He was yeah. There was a reason Harrison Ford, the Han Solo, was the character everyone loved. I yeah, I don't know. <laughs> uh, yeah, well, I mean, it was also sort of like it's like a come like a coming of age. Like, yeah. Trope for Mark Hamill, yep. yeah, his character. I mean, he's long. playing kind of the the audience, which uh, we the audience surrogate. Surrogate, there yeah. we go. Yeah, yeah. He's like he's he's supposed to be kind of playing a blank slate. Yeah, uh, I guess I don't know. Not to call him like I think he was good in those movies. I just think his real talent is in the voice acting. Dude, like yeah. when you hear him do the Joker, because when you yeah, so said, there's just so much in there. Yeah, because yeah, it's like how, how do you
0: like? I, can't, I didn't even... I had not even the slightest impression that it was Mark Hamill until mm-hmm. I... Uh, later, until I actually looked at the credits. Like, years and years later, I'm like, that's fucking Luke Skywalker that did yeah. that? It's amazing. Yeah. I don't know if there's any... I think there's only one other movie that I I even saw him in as an actor. Yeah? And other than that, just voice roles. What, what movie? What was it? Yeah, The Big Red One. Never heard of Never it. Never heard it's of cool. it. It's cool. It's a World War II movie, but it's like... it's. <laughs> Of course, we're back on that topic. Yeah, yeah. But it's we're like, uh, yeah. He, but he just plays like a normal, just character.
1: I don't know. I, don't know. Just, <laughs> just, yeah. I saw that. Yeah, uh, uh, I, like, I mean, he was in Kingsman: The Secret Service, the first one. He was like a. It, he was in the first one. Yeah, yeah. Yes, I do remember that. He just played this random professor guy. Uh, it, it was supposed to be like a celebrity. I, apparently, in the comic book it's based off of, that character was just Mark Hamill. Oh, okay. Yeah. But for whatever reason in the movie where Mark Hamill plays that character, the character's a professor and not Mark Hamill. So it's so weird. in the comics it was it was actually Mark Hamill? That's what I heard. What I haven't I heard. read the comics.
0: Uh, <laughs> sounds about right, really. <laughs> I mean that, that movie, that whole that, it's like so
1: absurd, but it's I love so it. It's so bonkers. Yeah. yeah. I remember seeing that movie in the theaters, I was like, this is awesome. I got, I got I was I was fucking hyped when I walked out. Speaking of like when you walk out of a movie and you feel something, that's kind of how I felt in that. I don't yep. know. Yeah. Wait, one more time. What was the movie? Kingsman: Kingsman The Secret Service. Okay. okay. Have you seen that? No. Oh. <laughs> that
0: it's was good. like one of they, those movies where I had to convince my friend to go see. He's like, "Oh, this looks stupid." And then we were leaving. He was like,
1: "That was awesome, man!" Yeah. Like, man, yeah. that's so cool. It's definitely one of those movies that the the like elevator pitch kind of sounds dumb. Okay. Uh, but it's it's good. <laughs> the sequel... I didn't see it. I saw it in theaters. There were parts where I was like, oh, this is dope, and there were a lot of parts where it was just a bad movie, but I think it's a good time. How would, how would you guys handle that? Like, if you
0: if you had a really successful movie... Because I've always thought that, you know, sequels, there's so many... There's so much more you could do with something. Yeah. So, like, how, how would you handle, like, you directed the Kingsman one or, or name another movie that mm-hmm. just surprised like mm-hmm. Taken one for example mm-hmm. like those
1: surprises actually like a really where they start making movie. sequels off of a movie that kind of was a complete story in the yeah, first one and, and and but but even even with Kingsman like
0: you I guess that's a not really a great example because they did set up more after Kingsman one but like Taken for example they're just like oh yeah it's time to do a sequel how would you do that I don't like, I honestly feel bad for some of these directors, because you know, the. I, know, right? yeah. I feel like it's cut and dry every single time. It's like, the original director returns to do the second one, mm-hmm. it gets like 20%, 29% on Rotten Tomatoes, and then they do a third one with a different director, different writer, just to call it a trilogy, and sell it as a box set.
1: They are doing and it's a like, third Kingsman. Yeah. It's going to be a prequel, though. Speaking of Taken, with Liam Neeson. What? Yeah, I think <laughs> it's supposed to take place in World War One. What? <laughs> yeah. Because <laughs> the idea is, there's some sort of like ancient spy organization. <laughs> yeah. I mean, that actually does make sense. But like, how, but how would you like?
0: How would you go about that to like ensure that the second one would actually be good? Because that's Dude. something I think about. What's what an these? example?
1: Let's 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 come up with a movie right now. What's Empire what's Strikes a movie? Back. Empire Strikes Back. But Empire was good though. Right. But and but, it's
0: set up for it. What's what's but bad? no my my but my point was is that. Empire Strikes Back came out. Star Wars, like a new hope. Oh yeah, that is a complete story. Not, yeah, that was a complete story, and oh, they yeah. they didn't they cliffhangered it a little bit, and like you know, uh, but I think they actually added in the scene when um, Vader's like flying out, and the sh- the ship stabilizes, and then he flies away. I think they added that after the fact. Yeah, I think the theatrical release was just him flying out, you know, just like spinning out. And I could be completely wrong on that, by the yeah. way. Yeah. Don't quote me on that. But yeah, okay, yeah. it was definitely written and released to just be that movie.
1: Yeah, and well, it wasn't episode four at the time. No, it was just... No, yeah, it it was, just I don't Star think Wars. it was episode four I don't itself. think
0: it even was a new hope. I think uh, it, was it was just Star yeah. Wars. It's, yeah. I, th- I don't think it was a new side. hope until Empire Strikes Back. So that's an example of a good, you know, a movie done well, that a, a second movie done well where the sequel wasn't necessarily initially planned. Taken 2 is the complete opposite. Because I saw that... I think I red boxed it in college with my friends because we were bored, and like you're watching um, Liam Neeson's character's daughter like stunt driving through Istanbul in a taxi. You're like, what the fuck is this? (laughs) (laughs) Like like handbrake turns, like double double clutching. I'm like, what? So (laughs) so the Star Wars thing is uh, is interesting because I think even though even though you hope was. A complete story. I think he had in mind. The, yeah. More stuff. Yeah. So that's a little bit. Different. Yeah, you're right. That is different. Is there? Is there somebody? Is he there also
1: some... like built a world,
0: yeah. which I think is part a of the universe. Yeah. Yeah. Is there you're... something where like there was? Twenty two Jump Street. That's actually a really good example. So twenty. But okay, I was gonna say it might have had more to go off of with the
1: TV show. They yeah, but also it's material. nothing like the TV show. Okay, I've never seen the of... TV show. Okay. That's why I said it might. Uh, I think we watched. <laughs> An episode in like health class or something in high school, uh, and there there was very little. Uh, the I mean, it's just the premise I okay. think, was just, and then they tonal tonally, it's a completely different uh, beast. Okay, so I mean, it seems like so. This they
0: mentioned this in um. Uh, there, there's some of the Star Wars theory video theory videos are just like film analysis videos I've watched about the sequels trilogy have been about this, where it's just like they. They went looking for somebody to write a new story rather than waiting than rather than getting somebody to pitch them a good story. Yeah, because and I think I think it goes back to that because if you I mean you're big let's say you're a big corporation you have this power right you do have the power to hear a hundred pitches and pick a good one. Yeah, mm-hmm. I think that's what I would do. It's like I would hear hundred pitches, pick a good one, pick that story, get the story writer to you know. Flesh out his vision, then then get somebody up, then get a director. I would say. Yeah, I mean, yeah, I'm 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 fully behind that. I think they need to find people who are stoked to do it, you know, and have like a a, a genuinely good idea. Yeah. Not just, I mean, and and like okay, you're, you're JJ, Disney, right? Yeah. You, like you, like you you can have thousands of people line up and pitch you ideas. You and that's like the best way to select one, is like you pick the best one out of a thousand. Like seriously. Yeah. It's mm. so easy that way. But I think I think the the problem with Star Wars is that the people who took over it weren't passionate about it. Like Kathleen Kennedy, I don't think she gives a shit about Star Wars. Like I really don't. I mean, I just it just does not seem. I mean, it just doesn't make any sense. Like I I don't know.
1: Well, hasn't she had like a hand in it for years? Like even well, she's before. She's worked Disney?
0: with she's worked with Spielberg since the Indiana Jones days. She's yeah. she's been she's definitely an inner circle person with uh, Spielberg and a lot of the higher-ups. Her story is actually fascinating. Yeah. I mean, it really is. She started out as, I think, a secretary in uh, one of the movie... I mean, she just was able... She, like, you know, ended up producing some things and, you know, worked with... But I just I just don't see... I don't know. It just doesn't seem like she... Like, Dave Filioni, the guy who's in charge of the animated stuff, seems like he
1: really cares. Oh, and the anime stuff has been great. I mean, I haven't seen Rebels, but Clone Wars is, was fantastic. Yeah. yeah. I haven't seen any of them, but I've heard good things. I think I saw... No. I saw one clip of the Clone Wars, I think, TV show? Where it's like Darth Maul comes up, or somebody of his species, and they have some sort of... It's not a lightsaber, but it looks like a lightsaber, and they fight somebody. Okay, and it's yeah, emotional. Yeah. Uh... And it looked cool. That's all I know about the animated mm. TV series. Yeah, yeah.
0: <laughs> well, it was good. Let's just say I'll just say it was good. Like That's good. you need to I mean, the Clone Wars is weird because of the release order is different from the chronological order. So I would watch the chronological look it up and watch the chronological order. I, um, I'm a hundred percent sure there's a very
1: easy to find out. Yeah, that.
0: yeah, yeah. But it's uh, like I when I watched it through, I watched it through in series order on Netflix, which mm-hmm. is release order, and I was like what the fuck? Like, did, didn't that just happen, or did that not just happen? Wait, what are you talking about?
1: I yeah. hate when Netflix or whatever does that, where like it was just fucked up on the release schedule. Yeah, and they just but, stayed with it because yeah. it's too easy to just fix it. Yeah, yeah it would be, be very
0: be easy <laughs> to, to to just have an option in there and just say release know, chronological order, order or exactly. release order.
1: Yeah.
0: yeah, That's I don't know why that why that's yeah. so hard. But yeah, yeah, I enjoyed it. They um, they dude, they humanized the clones like. You yeah. fucking humanize the clones. You actually care about the fuck individual clones. Did a better job humanizing clones than George Lucas did. Yeah. In the movies, so yeah. <laughs> but yeah, I don't know. I think that's one of the. That's so. Anyways, you have so, to care, obviously, right? So yeah, you, you have to care about. Yeah, about, you know, release again. I, I would say if you, if you didn't, the easy way would be to find somebody who does. Yeah, no, because just, there's so many people who do. Yeah, I don't know. I just I think everyone has their own idea of what what they want to do with the property whenever a, a big sale like that happens. And it's just, you know, cause when I was stoked when it, they sold it to Disney and cause it's Disney, but then it's just like, Oh wait, you know, that's a lot of money that they, yeah. On. And it's yeah. the kind yeah. of so thing where get, they so, don't like there's expectations or so, so. Yeah. Away. And there's also a lot of people that, you know, are, are tr- that need to justify this purchase. And yeah, with yeah. that episode seven comes out where it's just a new hope
1: Yeah. Just bigger
0: and well, different characters,
1: yeah. That's so that's how I feel about like episode seven was that it kind of feels like it was like written in a boardroom to be the safe choice, yeah. And that's part of what I like about episode eight is it doesn't feel there are parts of it where it feels like that, but I feel like overall it took risks in okay. weird ways, which didn't always pan out, uh, obviously. It definitely uh, took risks, I mean, yeah, yeah. <laughs> sure. I mean, well, it and that's and that's
0: good, I like that, but I wish he just had someone else to say okay let's go through this mm-hmm. and change a couple things <laughs> because the you know i don't know do you guys ever watch uh this this youtube channel red letter media i think so. yeah, 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 yeah i, I've, I know what you're talking about i think i watched their prequel
1: yeah i've heard oh them my god they're, they're so funny yeah. the prequel reviews were yeah. that's just yeah <laughs> I've basically only heard about them in relation to reviewing Star Wars movies, yeah. but I've never seen any of their stuff. Well, they, yeah. I first off, I highly recommend that channel. It He's is... the
0: guy that speaks like
1: <laughs> yeah.
0: So, so they're so just just like so, a tiny bit of backstory, but they they're basically it's a channel just run by like like two or three guys up in Wisconsin uh-huh. and um, like right outside of Milwaukee, and they're like like seriously anti corporate seriously anti like you know pandering like i'm sure studios have reached out to them and just be like hey review our movie wink wink and they're like no like they they shit on people who do that and they like have made video compilations of other reviewers that like are geeking out over something that clearly disney or whatever paid for them for so like they're really respectful guys and like you might not always agree with them but they they really know their their shit Mm. about movies so they've got one section of reviews, which is the the Plinket reviews, and that's like their most famous thing. Is, I think I've heard a little bit. Yeah, that. that's hilarious.
1: Do some sort of because I remember watching some video a while back that kind of fixed the prequels and made it more of a story about like the betrayal of Anakin and Obi Wan. I think, I, I and, I like, think you're you might have you might have been thinking about what if Star Wars Episode One was good. That might have been.
0: Which it. is also a great series too. That was on okay. that's on belated media. Okay. So I've seen something about uh yeah, if you have Anakin you heard of that? Anakin oh sorry, uh, Obi Wan failing or betraying Anakin. Yeah, you know, yeah. Some type of re yeah, like re replotting. Yeah, it was yeah, it was it, that those are those are good videos too. And the way he, he changed the prequels made a lot of sense. But uh but basically like red letter media, they also do videos where they'll they'll go see a movie and just talk about it for like forty minutes. Mm-hmm. And uh, it's really cool because it's kind of just like this, you know. They're just a couple of guys just like having a beer, like talking about movies. But they're clearly students of the art of movie making. And the way that they put it with the Last Jedi was that you know you had all of the success from from the Force Awakens, and then if you look at like Ryan Johnson's accomplishments, it's like Jumper, like that. That's it, or something. No, see, Looper. this is where
1: we're gonna disagree because I think Brick's first movie is a perfect film oh, oh yeah yeah uh, I mean I think they, Looper was actually fucking dope yeah uh, I mean no that, that's not that's not, to say, <laughs> that's not to say that they're bad yeah, but he's like just worked not, I'm, with I'm something not saying that like
0: yeah so so the way that they put it and again not saying that like a Looper Brick and I think they actually mentioned Brick as like a, a really good movie but they were just like, yeah, they got all the success, you know, big name director in J.J. Abrams, okay. and then they just take Star Wars and they just gave like all writing and directing and just gave it to some guy, and it's just like, <laughs> I mean, I guess I guess when you when you look at it, the thing is is that when it when that approach works, they look like geniuses. I mean, look mm. at look at. Um, John Favreau coming into Iron Man one. Oh yeah, like yeah, yeah. after what directing the Elf.
1: Yeah,
0: and a couple episodes yeah, of and, and appearing in PCU. Yeah, <laughs> he's uh, he's actually in PCU. Then. Yeah. yeah. Anyways, go ahead. Sorry. Yeah. But like, yeah. it, when it, but when it when it doesn't work or when it falls flat on the face, everyone's just like, oh, hey, how how dare you do that? You know.
1: Yeah. I don't, even I don't know. know. I, don't I think even know he made some choices that. I, like, wouldn't have expected from somebody who normally makes that kind of big movie. Like, he made it a a kind of dismal movie about failure overall. Yeah. Which I think, like, thematically, like, I think he did a really good job of, but also I think that it just felt so out of what we expect from a mainline Star Wars movie. Yeah. Um, and I kind of, like, appreciated a lot of, like, the touches. Like, I feel like, like, like I think there is writing in in there that that doesn't always work and especially yeah, with I don't know there are certain subplots like that casino <laughs> subplot or the whole fact that you know Poe Dameron doesn't uh, discuss things with uh, Laura Dern's character who I'm blanking out oh yeah yeah um,
0: yeah I was like they, was dumbest I was actually I saw it twice in theaters and when that was happening I was actually getting mad I was like they, yeah, they, they did her, they did her wrong like she they wrote her as like uh, just uncommunicative, like, stonewall of a character. I'm like, dude, the first thing you take... It's like, nobody knows you, nobody trusts you, so you tell them your plan. That's yeah, the first yeah, thing. Yeah. Like, us as audiences, we don't know anything about you. It and would like, have
1: been... Like, I, I, I was stoked for Laura Dern being in the Star Wars universe, but that awesome, should have yeah. been Admiral Akbar. It would have yeah, made yeah. so much more sense of the character too, yeah. we had connected with instead of him just dying... Uh, yeah, unceremoniously, basically yeah. off scene. Yeah, yeah off absolutely. camera. Yeah,
0: like, I mean,
1: yeah. Uh,
0: it, but and like the way again the the whole mutiny and the um and the arrest stuff, I'm like, dude, it's like they wrote like they were, they they made her do something stupid to satisfy a plot point, right? It's kind of like the Game of Thrones season eight type stuff. Mm-hmm. It's like it if you if you were doing this from character, she's probably a competent admiral. She's probably a competent leader. She'd probably tell like Poe her plan and then he wouldn't go off and do this stupid shit. Yeah. Right? Yeah. So it's like they they working they're working backwards from a plot point and then
1: like making a really bad character choice as a result of yeah, that. Yeah.
0: That. That's yeah, that's that's a good point.
1: Yeah. I really got it. like the years probably my biggest issue with Last Jedi is that I just never have cared to like I liked it, but also I've never cared to watch it since I've seen it. Same. So yep. I don't remember much about it. I mean I only saw it one time. Uh, like I remember walking out of the theater, and there were definitely things I liked about it. And I, like I said, I liked kind of the overall thematic, the sure, theme of the theme, it, yeah. uh, whatever. But yeah, uh, I don't know. I, there I, were uh, bits, and I—I I, I don't know. I just maybe it's because I'm just such a Ryan Johnson fanboy. Since before I even maybe. knew he was attached to the Star Wars universe, so I'm just like gonna stand for him. Uh, <laughs> Dude, that's totally. Lost. I mean, <laughs> that's, shit, man. Like, I fucking loved Looper when I saw it, but yeah, I think maybe it was too big of a property for somebody. Yeah, I guess that is true. That it maybe was because because the thing is, he was almost set up to fail, yeah. especially because he had to go off of J.J. Abrams. Nothingness. JJ Abrams, I feel like, had a yeah. real plan and then he just gave and like so many things I actually kind of appreciated some of the moments where he was just like, Fuck you, JJ Abrams, for leaving me with this. Where he like <laughs> where he was just like why? Why does this guy have to have a fucking Darth Vader mask? Fuck that! That's just rehashing something we've already done. Yeah. And now, and now we're repairing it for episode nine. Well, that's because J.J. Abrams <laughs> was like, "No, I liked my things." Twenty bucks. Ray comes in, and she's Obi Wan's granddaughter. Oh, I just, I just, uh, I
0: just think that I liked that
1: choice. That that's that part she of, was from nothing.
0: But yeah, that's part of like the uh, the dumpster fire of that is just like that that conflict, right? Like well, the fact the, that we're talking about the conflict. Exactly. And I think I think part of the thing is, is that you're right with JJ Abrams, like he he definitely set him up for, for that and like maybe he didn't want to do that. But that the problem with that comes back in my opinion to Kathleen Kennedy for not saying, Hey, we should have like a roadmap for a fucking trilogy. Yeah, all agree. that. <laughs> like, are you kidding me? That's why I say she doesn't give a shit about it. There's I mean, a lot like, of
1: things you can fault the prequels for. You could tell that there was an idea. There's definitely yeah. an idea. There's We're definitely, definitely yeah. there is no vision.
0: idea of what's going. There's, I
1: mean, it's abundantly clear.
0: Yeah, like, yeah. like, like pre like I think yeah the prequels suffer from bad execution, dialogue, yeah, yeah. really bad. Maybe maybe I, like, I have, at points over planning,
1: yeah. which may have been yeah. <laughs> maybe they they. Banked on some things a little too hard and then got flack from them. And maybe that's why this one they're like, no, we're gonna improvise each new movie, we're just gonna come up with a plot. Uh, maybe, oh, I mean, this was definitely like
0: they were definitely they're definitely trying to like course correct from the prequel. Yeah, I mean, like it, it, even I think it, I don't even think the prequel era was in um, one of the Battlefront games until, like, a patch came in, like, six months later. <laughs> it's like, seriously? Are you really going to do them dirty like that? Yeah. I mean, there's a lot of cool stuff. Yeah. Like, from a video gaming perspective, yeah. they be done from the prequels. Yeah. yeah Wait, like once I once
1: again, the, the big thing with that was how they built this universe that is cool and full. Yeah, and yeah. Interesting characters that like, would be fun to play as in a video game. Yeah, they, they do a lot of things right. And, like, again, my, my personal
0: complaint with the prequels is all down to dialogue. Yeah. Which is so cringe, but I mean, like the, the overall plot, the overall themes were like mostly pretty good. There's some specific things that I like. I didn't feel at the time, but like people have pointed out as being like boring, like the the whole taxation of trade routes thing. I mean, okay, sure, yeah, I get that, but like that. I mean, the rest of the movie was fine. And again, it's like the dialogue was just the part that like killed it for me. I was laughing in Revenge of the Sith, especially like that that climax. Like if you're not with me, then you're my enemy. Yeah, the, <laughs> yeah, and and then yeah, and then later. later. Later, he was like, um, it's like, it's like Anakin, the Sith are evil. And it's like, well, from my point of view, the Jedi are evil. And I'm like, all right, guys, let's agree to disagree. <laughs> yeah. Let's agree to disagree. And I was just cracking up when I saw that because I was like, what? <laughs> from my point of view, the Jedi are evil. And then the Clone Wars actually make that, like, uh, make sense somewhat. Yeah, that that's, that is one of the failings of the prequels and honestly, in consequence now, the sequels is that a lot of the stuff that's happening is explained in the now e, in the EU yeah. so it was explained in the Clone Wars yeah. who General Grievous is and now it's like explained in the book Bloodlines or whatever Laura Dern's character is I'm like I'm not going to go read the, put it in the movie like <laughs> yeah, seriously like I'm not going to go read a book to explain a movie to me like I'm just jeez and that's a criticism of the books too, interestingly, which is that they can't do any big plot or. And I think that I heard this they, uh, right. That's they I hadn't thought of that. They can't do yeah. big plot reveals, and I, that's a criticism of uh, some of the the story for Battlefront actually too. I, I don't even. I never played it, but I watched some random video about like just the development of Battlefront, how it's been patched, and how it's actually a decent game now. But the story I saw is like, that, yeah. Yeah, the criticism of the story is that they can't do any good plot reveals because like they like Disney wants them for the movies yep and I guess they don't happen <laughs> yeah it's 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 really a shame and I I would say as far as the prequels go yeah I'd, I'd agree with that I mean George Lucas was clearly trying to make a like political statement yeah about you know and
1: did and, he fully write those scripts yep yeah yeah he like, did. I feel like he should have just made the outline Yes. And yeah, but the the, the problem is, and and this is actually something that's that's
0: really interesting in the uh, the Plinkett reviews. That sort yeah. of because they actually go, he goes in and like to to the uh, the extras, you know, on the DVDs and like the behind the scenes stuff, and you see the way that like his co producer, his producer, like his editors, you see how they interact with him, and it's just like, what, what do you say to George Lucas? Like yeah. this is a bad idea. I mean, mm-hmm. like you know, it's like. Because Star Wars was like a like a week away from being bankrupt before it was released in theaters. Same yeah. with like Empire, and it's like, do you say this isn't a good idea? Do you not understand? And it's just like, does this guy literally, you know? It's like, I don't know. Yeah, at the end yeah. of the day, you have a guy that had a great idea, but he Empire, revolutionized science fiction yeah. movies. Yeah, like. <laughs> That's that. Is, so it's like the, this whole thing of like good directors having too much power because like they were part of what made them good was the collaboration originally, right? You're right. Well, yeah, his yeah. Lucas's first wife was the reason. I mean, it was she they, changed so she,
1: many things, right? Yeah, Before she that, edited it. It
0: was, it was, I mean, you with, with people like that, I mean, he's got a great vision, and like, I still think that like the prequels have a great. Vision. I mean, there's, yeah. there's just yeah I things yeah. in there that need to be tweaked and changed. And the difference is that you don't have Lucas's first wife, who well, honestly it. wasn't even credited yeah. for editing those movies. And she edited. She she might have been. She might have had some credits. I can't remember. But there are some of those movies where she like wasn't even like acknowledged as and aspect, and she also hasn't like received nearly enough retrospective. Acknowledgement for the work that she did, yeah, those movies because she saved them. Yeah. And then Lawrence Kasdan wrote Empire, so
1: yeah, no, the, the, yeah, the, the, yeah, he you know? like he came up with the vision stuff and then he like let other people help him or like other people made those intelligible to humans, yeah, uh, yeah. <laughs> well, I don't and, know. Well, the thing is, is that
0: you can also sort of understand like you can sort of understand where Lucas was going with at least episode one because yeah. if, like for, with with episode four, you know, the final battle is just the space battle. And then with Empire, there's two battles going on at the same time. Like there's mm-hmm. there's um, Chewbacca and Leia escaping while Luke is fighting. Yeah, fighting. Yeah. Here, yeah. Cool. And then in um, in episode six, there's three battles. There's the space battle, the forest battle, and then the Darth Vader battle. And then in episode one, there's four. And yeah. like,
1: it's just, he's just going to keep going. He was just like, oh. yeah. And,
0: and you can, I mean, maybe there's something to be said for that, but yeah. like, uh, there's a scene like when they're watching a, an edited, a pre-edit of a, of the, the footage, and they're just like, wow. Like he was like, this just doesn't work. He's literally admitting this. Well, like before the, and like one of his editors was just like, you have like a scene of lamenting the death of a master. And then to destroying a spaceship in space, and then jar jar on the, And it's just like, it's just like, it, you can't, you could can see. It's jar jarring. Yeah, it's <laughs> just that transition. Oh my god. Oh you yeah. need a sound effect whenever, like, a really bad pun is made. It's like, yeah.
1: It's like, <laughs> 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 yeah. Like a ch ching. I don't know why that would be the sound effect. Yeah. I mean, I <laughs> assume yeah. it would be, you know, the drum
0: wrench out of the da da ch. Or the lick. The lick. da 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 be so stupid. <laughs> <laughs> oh my gosh! But yeah, I don't know. I think I, I still enjoy the prequels, but I think that's also because I grew up with them. And I'll be yeah. honest; I'll bet you kids that were my age when I saw the prequels that are seeing the sequels now probably going to have the same opinions of those movies yeah. in 15 years. yeah years. So much of the nostalgia, right? Yeah. yeah, there's so much. To, there's so much in. That. I mean, I think the
1: prequels is, have been rehabilitated a little bit in the in recent yeah. years, and I think give the sequels a decade and at least younger people will rehabilitate them in
0: their own way so there's here's like my data point is kind of interesting my personal one for the prequels is because like i remember i remember just being like totally positive about episode one yeah and then like i was probably younger at that point i don't think i was like as fully mature and i didn't recognize bad dialogue as bad dialogue oh yeah when when episode two and three hit i was like dude this is so cringe yep like i and so i my memory of episode one was that it was a fun time. In episode two and three, I'm like, oh my God, what is this dialogue? <laughs> I don't, I don't necessarily mind episode three. The dialogue, there's some bad dialogue in episode three. Mm-hmm. But there's some cool like, um, yeah, like visuals, yeah, really cool visuals. Uh, like yeah. when, when I watch it now without like, I like, I'm like, okay, yeah, I, can, I acknowledge that there's still bad dialogue, but it's, it's a fun time. I, I understand what they were going for. And like visually, especially because like that last scene with the, uh, is Anakin and Obi-Wan fighting. It's so like the whole like the blue versus blue lightsaber like the, the brothers fighting type thing, yeah. and of course you know it's all, a little bit hammy and obvious, but like you know the volcano being like yeah, yeah the, being like the anger and the emotions. that, type of thing. that Yeah, that was I, I think I always think that that I feel like that fight could have been better. I mean, I I enjoy it. I don't think it's bad, but it it's not yeah. as amazing. It, it's just too much. It's too yeah. amazing. You know, yeah. I think they spent like something like seventy six thousand hours of, like, VFX artist's time Jesus, combined to, to do that final scene. Yeah. It's just so insane. Yeah, but a lot of it isn't, like, nece- like isn't really necessary to the emotional subplot of exactly. it. Exactly. Like the whole like part the- where they climb up and are like still swinging each other. Yeah, like, I'm like, that looks really cool, but it's, like, why? it adds nothing to the theme or anything to the emotional context of it. Yeah. Just put two guys in a room, and that's it. Like, that's all, that I mean, because the, the, the emotions should be from the actors, yeah, should not be from the environment, yeah. You know, I mean, it is cool. Mustafar's is a cool planet, yeah. But and again, I get what they were going for by trying to have the environment invade the emotions, but also it's not it's not going to be as powerful as like people doing it. Yeah. yeah, yeah, for sure. And then there's also the whole green screen thing where it's just. But yeah. It's gotta be tough to act against that. Yeah. Right. Like if you if they were in a, in a volcanic environment, they the performance would <laughs> they would probably just be like, I'm gonna get the fuck out of here. What are we doing?
1: What are we doing here? it's <laughs> a live volcano, why have the run? <laughs> No wonder this one guy loses all of his legs. I would, have loved, yeah. I would have loved to see, like, Obi-Wan land, get out, see the whole
0: fucking plans on fire, just leave. And then the whole planet blows up, and then, like, that's it. Directed by George Lucas.
1: And he's just like, dude, what am I doing here? What? Shit, shit. This, this seems like a date, this seems like an OSHA violation. Not into it. I will say one of the best things of the prequels... Is just Ewan McGregor. Just yes, like, yes of course. Yeah, he's, he's giving it his all. Uh, he I mean, makes those terrible lines work
0: for yeah, him. yeah. somehow. Yeah, yeah, he. I mean, yeah. I mean, you couldn't. Yeah, it, I don't think anyone could do anything with the dialogue that was given to Hayden Christensen. No. But yeah, I hate Sam, <laughs> <laughs> dude. That oh my gosh, those love scenes. I mean, you can also tell um, with George Lucas that he really does wear his like his um, inspirations on his sleeve because that was like he was desperately trying to make that like Romeo and Juliet you know and it's like he wanted to
1: make it this epic
0: Shakespearean tragic love story you're giving these two people that have nothing to do in like what is the planetary equivalent of the south of France Yeah, and she's wearing all these like really like beautiful outfits all the time and they're like I'm like
1: what is this? Like, what the fuck? Yeah. <laughs> like, how are you? Like, it, it, it sucks. The thing that sucks about the prequels. What the, what the fuck, fuck was that? that? I don't know. I mean, you did that look... sound get on the podcast? Oh, that I'm was sure, like a dude, weird yeah. sound. You
0: can <laughs> see, you can see the, the oh the spike. Yeah, you can see the spike. So they definitely heard it. What
1: the fuck? What, what is happened? It? Some people in the hot tub out there. <laughs> Just saying, they're being real now. They're being real loud. <laughs> Uh,
0: I don't know. I see the train stop, but okay. I don't know. Maybe it ran into something. Okay. I
1: think we're being invaded by aliens. It's probably the only it's likely... Probably, it's, probably, it's probably George Lucas, man. He's like, yeah, that's enough! Like, like, He's a <laughs> <dressed up. laughs> <laughs> He's so angry.
0: Dude, uh, I, would, I would love to get a cease and desist from Lucasfilm. <laughs> let's would mean do it. We would made it. Dude, if, anyone, we would made if it. anyone would have gotten a cease and desist from Lucasfilm, it would have been Red Letter Media. Yeah, I mean... Yeah, I yeah, I I would
1: definitely recommend definitely recommend watching that. I I, mean, do you have a specific video from Matt that you would recommend? Any of the Plinkett reviews
0: are just absurd and hilarious. I mean, it's he basically he was just like they came up with the idea by they they sort of like came up with the idea of doing those really long video essays on YouTube because that, the episode one review came out a long
1: time ago. I remember hearing it it was like, it was longer than episode one because I've heard really good things about one of those reviews. It's it's very long, it's not I think it's like 70 minutes or something. It's very long
0: and it's like, he's a scene, it's like why would you he's got that this voice that's like what? Yeah, it's basically, the reason he did that is because like he was just like, I have so much to say about why this movie is terrible, mm-hmm. but he was just like, nobody's going to want to hear me talking about this movie for an hour on YouTube. So he invented this character Called Mr. Plinkett. Mm-hmm. And honestly, I, I don't even know if I can like describe him because he's so um, absurd. Aren't I there feel like, like in, I'd
1: rather hear a guy doing this than some weird character, if I'm being honest. But that's the modern, you know, so that's like the modern, so, modern so like modern, he, modern. he the first line
0: in in the review is he was like, Star Wars episode one is the most disappointing thing since my son. Yeah. And it's just like that sort of sets the mood for the entire. Does, he has like I, some if that story. sets
1: the mood. I don't know. I'm not into, no. I'm not buying in right now, dude. It's so funny. There's it is he has so
0: some, funny. He's like some random backstory where he's like, like either like he's murders, like a, yeah. He's like, a, he's, like a like he's like a hundred. He's like a hundred and twenty year old serial killer, that is like a mobile has prescription shoes. There is like, like s- they have some weird ass like backstory to the dude. It's yeah. the funniest what? Yes. It's some of the funniest things it's I absurd. ever. I know. From a modern perspective, we would just we would just rather watch him like dissect it and have these cool edits. But I, I understand why he's like, we need to like yeah. He, nobody's gonna no, want nobody to it. seriously, nobody nobody would. Like unless you made it like ridiculous and absurd. now everyone's doing it. I mean yeah. everyone's doing those like, you know, thirty minute long yeah, video essays. breakdowns of why yeah, video essays yeah. of why this but nobody was doing that back then and that was back when you couldn't upload anything over 10 minutes of YouTube
1: mm, so it's split
0: up to seven parts yeah. so it's but it's it, but genuinely it's a it really does a great job of combining humor but also really well thought out like constructive breakdowns of the movie and it's split up into organized sections of like you know Part one tone, part two, and it's just like a, so. There's a lot in there that you can get out of it. I mean, I'll get it. I'll give it a. I'll give it a shot. It's so. It yeah. It's so well done and really funny. But also their normal stuff. Just there's this show half in the bag that they do, and that's when they do like a basically sort of like a round table sometimes it's two people sometimes it's five Macaulay Culkin was on one of them one time because why not why not yeah Yeah. he shows up on things every (laughs) day. they they're like actually friends now yeah they also do best of the worst where they watch terrible movies and like laugh at them and it's just it's just a fun channel to just watch you know like a rainy day or something so yeah I recommend it for sure check it out yeah yeah well we're at like 94 minutes now so we should wrap it up Right. Um, Do you have anything to plug, Silvertone for a day? Yes, yes. yes. Yeah. I'm in a band called Silvertone, and we don't have anything to do with Star Wars or the Eastern Front of World War II. But <laughs> we do play hard-driving rock and roll, and. We're playing the 4th of July at the dock, by the way. Oh, you're also so, at the dock? So yeah. I, might, I might probably yeah, go, see the we, we go on it too. Yeah, because Clowder's there too. Yeah, yeah, they go on right after us. Yeah. And we also have a, we're covering Queens of the Stone Age at HVAC on, oh, that's dope. on the 13th. Yeah. And uh, we're playing the next day at a place called 3658 on Clark Street in Wrigleyville. And that's going to be a blast. So yeah, we usually go pretty crazy when we play. I'm Eco. I am in things. I will let you know when uh, when things more concretely come up. Simply sugar is now over. Um, in case and you guys haven't heard, but yeah, that's yeah. Other things will come up. Uh,
1: I'm Zach. I have nothing to plug. Um, <laughs> I don't know. Uh, plug, plug I, I, I'm what? Plug your well-being and your health. Yeah, you know what? <laughs> Wish me the best. Just say hello. <laughs> I don't know. I think I'm going to try and go to some open mics. So hang out by open mics and maybe I'll show up. <laughs> oh. Yeah. <laughs> Follow me on Twitter at First Place Burger. Uh, mm, yeah. At yeah. Silvertone Band on Instagram. Right at like. eco.lu on
0: Instagram. <laughs> Boom. Plug's over. All right. Yeah. So this is from from the XYZ podcast,
1: Eco, Zach, and Zach. We're signing off. Nice. Bye. Bye.